Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Hey there, this is Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I do want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. And I also have a question. Can you explain it to yourself? And that it being the conundrums that you come across right now, all of the things that have uh, been hovering in the background, just, just off to the back, in the dark spaces of your mind or your world that you weren't able to attend to until now because with the shutdown and and continued social distancing oh today you got time because so I want to have a conversation with you today as we explore how to go about making things make sense so join me on the flip Hey there, and thank you for joining me on The Flip. Let's go on and get into it. Now, there is a reason why today I'm asking you, can you explain it to yourself? And the reason why is because we find ourselves in a time of, I feel like a tale of two cities. It was the worst of times and it was the best of times. And the reason why is because this is the first time that the entire world has had to say, for real, world stop. And people have had to slow it down. Now, You can usually tell how many people are connected to themselves and able to live with themselves as opposed to those people who may not have been used to that. And but there there is something about the um, the human that makes us the top of the food chain, the apex predator, whatever you want to call it. And that is our ability to adapt to our situations if given the chance to stick it out. And whether you like this or not, we've had to stick it out. And so now we've worked through that first part. Well, most people have that first part of this is uncomfortable. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I want to go back to normal. And some people have tried to do that. And now it's starting to show that this is real, real, not play, play. You go out there, you get sick, you get gone. And so a lot of people are having to come back for round two. And this is when you start settling in for the long haul and things that have not been able to be realized no longer have competition of always something else to do that are coming to, to, to roost. There are a lot of people that are being able to take the time to work through how they process stuff and are coming up 
found wanting. Oh, yes, I said it. I dared say it. And what I mean by that is there are a lot of people that are realizing that they've been automatons for years, that they have always deferred to someone else as to how they go about their days, what they believe, what what they do, what they feel is important. Heck, what they buy, what they say, what they eat. And it's a sad thing to wake up and find out that you weren't watching zombies you were the zombie. And so I just want to announce it here and right now. It is think for yourself season. Oh, yes, it is. It is think for yourself season. Now, yesterday, I wasn't trying to be Princess Petty. And I said a little bit about it. But today, I'm gonna bring it up. And that is that even your faves, your stands, the people that you thought had it all together are now trying to find their new footing and their new place in this world. More and more of your celebrities and the people you thought had it going on are having to fess up that now that they've gone two plus months and uh, life is not uh, as segmented from us as it used to be, they're having to revisit all of the stuff that we plebeians, you know, us everyday masses have to deal with. Like, you know, what to do with yourself, Uh, how to take care of yourself when um, there's more month than there is money, and all of the other things that normal folks are faced with. Um, And also, when they're not getting, you know, if they've got good investments and they can ride it out for a while, what to do with yourself when people ain't thinking about you, when their attention is on other pressing issues. It has been a, a shift where those people who have a humble heart and who truly are have servants' hearts that are getting on social media, it's becoming real evident. I mean, come on, let's face it. People who snub their noses and we have it on record that they thought being on YouTube was beneath them are finding out that it's hard to be on YouTube and keep keep engagement when you don't have all your cameras, your lighting and and you're this and you're that. And it's just you and a camera phone and a uh, diva light. <laughs> it's different. It's a different world. And um, all I can hear is the smacking sounds of a lot of humble pie. And because of that, I don't want us to be uh, thrown off because there are opportunities that we can have as well. While a lot of these people who were used to their money status and their influence are having to go through um the trials of a new world with new rules, we can benefit as well because we don't have to hear all their clatter. We don't have to have all of that distraction going on and we can turn it around and make good use of our time to strengthen the stuff that really matters. And so I want to ask you, can you explain things to yourself? I said it because it encompasses so much. And when I say it, can you explain stuff that is more than a simple step one, two, three leads to Z? Can you explain stuff that has a lot of working parts? Can you explain stuff that's complex, compoundedly so? Can you make things make sense for yourself? And this kind of came up when I had a few conversations with some people and because and they asked me, you know, because they know I do a daily podcast on wisdom. They know I read a lot. I have to research a lot um, because 
by a living, I, I, I tell stories and I have to make them convincing. And so they were trying to get my takes on some things. And of course, when we had the conversations, I didn't land at the place that they thought I was going. And they were like, well, how did you come up with that? And it makes all the sense in the world. Uh, how do you do that? And so why we're talking about this today is partly because of those conversations I had with dear friends about some things that are going on right now. And they they were like, uh, I'm 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 feeling emotions, but I need to have more interesting, inspirational path pathways to possibly take this. And yeah, when we had those conversations, they were like, how do you explain things to yourself in a way that makes sense like this? And I didn't think it was anything, but alas, here we are. So let's get into it. So yesterday, y'all, I kind of set you up. Yesterday, I started talking about frameworks. And the reason why I was talking about frameworks in yesterday's podcast was in context of how to find a process to get yourself to overcome yourself, to do stuff. I talked about uh, the different shocks, the main, some of the main ones, the parasympathetic and sympathetic shock and how to get yourself out of those loops and how to get past um, the pain that comes from it and to how to reignite your critical thinking. And I was like, ain't nobody going to listen to this. But yet and behold, people are like, thank you. This makes sense. You know, sometimes it's hard to know how far out there you are until you get some feedback. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much for reaching out and let me know that this makes sense. Okay, so we're going to keep on. So today we're going to talk about frameworks, but the con- context that we're going to put it in today is we're going to put it into a way for you to, and I don't want to say dumb down, but I, I do want to say simplify a process that you go through to make stuff make sense, okay? So do you remember when you were little and uh, they taught you the difference between fables and parables and then you had little rhymes and little pithy statements of truth, you know, like, um, um, and I don't know if this one is true or not, but (laughs) an apple a day keeps the doctor away or an ounce of... uh, a ounce of prevention uh, creates a pound of cure. I, I probably murdered that one. Sorry. Uh, but just the little statements that pack so much wisdom and so uh, much caution and warning in them. What these are, these are everyday living frameworks. Uh-huh. They really are. So if you haven't listened to yesterday's, go back and check it out. It's not, it's not that bad. <laughs> I talked about some of the types of uh, frameworks yesterday. And uh, today I'm going to be um, revisiting those, but in a way so that you can help yourself. Because if I haven't said it before, I can't say it enough. This is truly think for yourself season. And this is your time while you don't have all of those, uh, I don't want to say annoying, but you don't have all that clamor because people can't get out and cause ruckuses. So there's really nothing to gossip about, nothing to be up in arms about. And it's quiet. So you can get the chance to build up your great matter and build up the way you can think. So some examples, this is not exhaustive, but some examples of frameworks or blueprints or recipes uh, or step actions or whatever you want to call it um, are uh, going to be how you set up an understanding for something, uh, how you look at comparisons, 
how you look for common language to help you understand what's going on for that particular area, industry or whatever, how you diagnose, diagnose the problem, how you accept, uh, access what's going to be the most effective to get you doing what you need to do and how do you plan to get it done. So say for instance, and I was going to go a different way with this today. And I actually, I'll be honest with you, I actually did make that uh, podcast. And I listened back to it and I was like, nah, that's not it. That's not what wisdom was. And so this time I was like, okay, wisdom, what you want? And wisdom is really wanting us to have some type of process that we can develop on our own to be able to think for ourselves in a critical way where we're able to identify when there is um, propaganda afoot to identify uh, when you might be on the wrong side of an argument based on the persuasion of somebody who has a, a, um, a slick tongue and all of those different things. So the other day I was uh, um, looking at uh I'll just say I was looking at a video and lo and behold, the video got taken down because, you know, people and and when I actually when I looked at the video, I was like, oh, she can't say that. (laughs) And sure enough, that video came down a few days later and they were like, what you're not going to do is, you know, spread this or spread that. And I checked out the the comments. And as I would expect, there was a foolery afoot in the comments. People from both sides of the argument that was being discussed were in full effect fighting and and doing the most. And uh, and and it was it was it was eye opening. And the reason why it was eye opening is because. Very, uh, it was rarely, but sometimes there would be people that would sprinkle it in a little bit where you could tell that they had an understanding of how to work through uh, an argument. And they would sprinkle a little here and there. And I would notice they wouldn't get as many likes or responses. It would just be like they would come in, they would say something that was grounded. And people were like, nah, and they would go on to the ones who were saying the outrageous stuff on either of the extremes and and interacting with them. And I was like, how is it that sanity is ignored in times of great crisis? Why is it that people tend to migrate to the extremism? They migrate to the zealotry of stuff without taking the time to examine both sides. and. As I started, you know, asking myself that, I was reminded of those conversations I had with my friends of, you know, what was my stance on something and and how I started to realize that we have to be willing to do what Einstein said. And that is, he said, the mark of intelligence or genius or whatever, because I can't remember exactly how he said it, but the gist of it is the mark of intelligence of a mind is to be able to hold composing Uh, opposing views at the same time or simultaneously, being able to understand both sides of an argument, being able to not vilify the opposition just because they might be vehement and passionate in their beliefs and you haven't been able to win them over or sway them. And being able to, if you needed to, to argue on their behalf as their advocate to the best and the fullest of your ability adequately to make their argument. And I was like, 
okay. And it got, like I said, it got me to thinking. And as I have uh, been um, working on, uh, you know, trying to get my books done and all this other stuff, but also making sure that I stay in this boot camp of uh, wisdom, working, working on me, honey, working on me. I'm like, wow, it is amazing how much uh, we, we need to be working uh, consciously on our ability to think and process, evaluate and understand. And I went on and went back through some uh, exercises that I used to do of um, critical thinking and understanding, you know, that going back through them and and getting a feel for the processes, getting a feel for the steps, I was like, oh, okay, so these are the things that I had gotten a little lax on. And that's why I am, you know, sitting here looking at all this salacious stuff that has not been tested, has not been vetted. People have not uh, gone through the uh, need, I'm going to say, you know, the need for being able to evaluate if this makes sense or not. So with that, um, I realized that we can't assume that people know how to make things make sense for themselves. We can't assume that people have ever been challenged with breaking down a complex understanding of something and being able to articulate it in a way where they truly get it without any help from anyone else. And so because of that, I wanted to just quickly give you guys a a quick little paradigm that um, I've used to just build a, a, you know, a process. And so it comes kind of from, not kind of, it is uh, born out of the scientific method. And so it's how you start to build your understanding of something or the process that you're going to use to understand something so that things make sense to you without you being dependent on other people telling you what to think. So this in this process, it's just basically four components, and that is to observe, interpret, evaluate, and then decide. Mm -hmm. So when you observe, the first thing is, is go and don't look at just two opposing sides. Look at outlier sides as well. Uh, The last time I checked, we live in a three-dimensional world, which means that we have a 360-degree spheric view of our world. We are not on a two-dimensional world where there's only a left and a right. Uh, if, if you are plotting this out geometrically, we don't just have an X and a Y axis. We also have a Z axis or, you know, um, X, yeah, X one. We also have a Z axis and possibly double W axis where they, they cross through and go in different angles and directions. And so because of that, you need to observe. Now, when you are observing, this is one of the things that you want to look for. You want to look for directions. And I'll say it like this. What you find is that when you start taking note of whatever it is, that conundrum that has got you stumped, that you're like, one of these days, I'm going to figure out what that means for me personally. Or maybe 
and I would encourage you to, to look into this. Maybe there have been people that are totally different in their belief system, in the way they approach their life. They make no sense to you. And you're like, I don't get them. Why do they feel this way? Maybe you take that age old wisdom to walk a mile in their shoes and you start trying to figure out how to do that. These are going to be the things that you are going to start to observe. Gather um, your observations. Look for any kind of recurrences that you see. Meaning, one of the things I do, especially when it comes to human nature and the like, I always try to look at patterns. I look at how do people normally start and how do they normally end? Now, of course, this is not categorical. This doesn't mean that every person is going to do this, but I can I can tell you with pretty much certainty that if you go back and you look at how people uh, tend to be in different parts of their life, you will see a commonality across peoples, not just uh, in one society, but across peoples and even across time. I will tell you that uh, statement by uh, Walden is true, that the days will never know what the years uh, uh, do. Um, Like even going back through history to see how uh, the emperors and the greats and the strategists, how they were when they were young and what they believed and how they behaved. And then what happens as they go through different points in their life and how they settle, what what they end up looking like. That's going to give you a lot of insight to what someone is dealing with. Uh, what are the environmental pressures on them, the societal expectations that they may or may not be meeting. And it's going to give you a more fleshed out understanding of that person that you might have looked at as an opponent or even as a villain, okay? So the first thing, like I said, is to observe. And you're going to observe patterns. You're going to look at um, life uh, life patterns of people, you know, these opposites of these people, and, and get an understanding of are they an outlier or are they following a traditional script of how people grow, evolve, and change, de- you know, depending on their life experiences and where they are at a certain age. Now, after you get all this observing, the next thing is you're going to interpret what you find out. And this is where you have to start trusting yourself because interpretation is only going to make sense to you based on what you've experienced, based on the things that have affected your look and view at the world the filters that they come through. So observe, gather some data or some information, then interpret. What does, how does, how can you make this make sense to yourself? But we're we're not done there because the next thing you need to do is, my grandmother used to call it eating the fish and leaving the bones. Oh, now you have to start to evaluate what's usable and useful for you to help you to understand and make it make sense to yourself so that you can explain it in a way that is simple enough, but contains the theme and the the intent of the lesson that you're trying to learn. And what that means is that is where these frameworks start to come in. Now, there is this uh, problem presentation method by Barbara Mento. Barbara Mento. And it's called the 
SCQA problem presentation model. And what it what she does is, is she says, when you're trying to come up with understanding a problem, even the scope of it, getting the boundaries of it so you can contain it and understand it, she says the first thing you want to do is identify the core situation or the state of affairs. Basically, what makes this person tick or what's the main thing about this, this problem or this conundrum that you're trying to crack? After you identify the main part of it, the main situation or the main state of affairs, the next thing is, is, and so that's where the S comes in, S for situation or state of affairs. The C part of it is going to be complication. Uh, what's changing to make things harder about this situation? If you're trying to figure out a, a certain type of person or group of people, what is complicating matters? How are they evolving, changing, or acting sporadically or outside of the norm? Because when you can figure out what the complication is, you can start to figure out what is the obstruction keeping you from understanding them. Mm -hmm. So figure out the complication and then you'll start to see where is the schism between what you believe, know, and understand and what they believe, know, and understand. All right. So then there's a Q part of this uh, thing. So remember, it's S-C-Q-A. And the Q part is to question. Oh, my gosh, I cannot say how powerful it is to start questioning what you believe, questioning why this person behaves this way, understanding that this person is a human being. They are not an animal. They are not an alien. They are a human being and you have shared traits of humanity. So start to question what is it about that situation and that complication that's causing the problem? What if you're trying to deal with people who have um, not diametrically, but they have opposing views when it comes to politics, race, religion, and sex from you? You can question these things. And this is where when you start questioning, you have to flip the script and get into either their bodies or into their tribe and their world to see things from their view. And so the A part of this is answer. What you're going to do is once you start seeing things through their world and walking a mile or 10 or 20 or 100, however long it takes, in their shoes, you're going to start to answer. What is it about this problem that you now can explain? It's not that you're solving it to make yourself feel better, but now you're starting to be able to explain why they do what they do or why things are as they are. All right. So this is the part of the process that I'm talking about when you're trying to make things uh, make sense. You're trying to explain things for yourself. You're trying to take back your power of being able to come up with your own understanding of situations thrown at you without having the need for some talking head on TV to tell you how to think and possibly in um, infiltrate you and corrupt you with prop- a propagandist agenda. You're going to, once you evaluate using that SCQA uh, problem solving model, you get to decide. And that is your power. That is why it is think for yourself season because you get to take your power back by deciding, deciding what is useful, what is going to uh, be the part and the wisdom that you get to use that you didn't know before. 
So let me go back over those really quickly because they're important. So that when you want to make stuff make sense to you and you get to the point where you know that you need to be able to explain it to yourself, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to start to observe. Yeah, observe your surroundings. Maybe go back and look at history uh, for similar situations. Look for patterns. See if stuff tends to happen a certain way. Look at people's events, outcomes, and look for cue, clues. Uh, is this presenting itself again? I'm a, I dare you to go back and look at the aftermath of World War One, the timing between World War One uh, and the Great Depression, and then the timing between uh, the Great Recession of 2008 and our current pandemic. I mean. <laughs> There's so many patterns they are just begging for people to take a look at them. But once you've observed, then you want to interpret. And that's when you start figuring out what kind of makes sense to you. Because when you can um, interpret what you're starting to see, you can start getting to the point of where you can evaluate to figure out what's useful and what's not. What's, What's garbage? What's hearsay? What is a narrative that has been spun? And what's the part that you really need to pay attention to? And I'm going to tell you right off the hand, a lot of times it's not the stuff that's blaring. It's not the stuff that is uh, uh, familiar or uh, regurgitated and recited a lot. Sometimes it might be one little thing that it sticks out and you're like, hmm. And that's the, the route you need to go. So once you start that evaluation process, use the SCQA that Miss Barbara Mento came up with, where you identify the core situation or the state of affairs. You look for the complications that are changing and making this thing harder. You question that situation, the complication, and uh, uh, figure out why these are feeding into this problem. And then you start to gather your own answers of how you can look at this and how it starts to make sense to you. And once you've gotten that, then you get to have the power of deciding for yourself what makes sense to you and how to make it make sense to you where you can explain it to yourself. Now, In the last little seconds that I have, yeah, because my time is really winding down, you guys, what I want you to do is I want you to put a priority on this, to make an effort to start exploring those areas that have cobwebs on them in the back of your mind, you know, in that basement of your mind where all that stuff that you don't, you haven't thought about in years uh, uh, lies, take a a, a leap of faith and call back to memory all of the stuff that you've learned over the years that help you to truly think for yourself, whether you got it in the hard knock school or in the streets or in academically formulated understandings of logic and process and hypotheses and if-then statements. It doesn't matter. Just dust that stuff off with belief that it'll come back to you and start working to build your own framework. And you'll know you've done it right because you'll start coming up with little statements. You'll start to uh, develop uh, little catchy phrases that have a lot of truth in explaining your world to you. Do not, do not miss this opportunity to take back your power, to be able to think for yourself, to not have to wait on somebody else's hot takes so that you can have an opinion about something. Now is the time when all of your little stands and your faves are trying to work and pay their bills just like you and they're not putting a lot of foolishness out in the air. 
Use this time for the gift it is to strengthen your mind, your reasoning, your understanding, your logic, and your ability to see when tripe is being shoved down your throat. And I'm going to tell you, it's a great thing. So this is Think For Yourself season. You can make it where you can explain what is going on around you for yourself. Just get started. So yep, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget that you can like, subscribe, share, reach out to me. I love hearing from you guys. Give me feedback. And don't forget to check the show notes for ways to support us and to um, get a little more insights here and there on what we're talking about. And guess what? I'm going to see you tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.